All right, where are my criers at? Okay. Um, I mean, we're all criers, right? Doesn't everybody cry? Just me. <laughs> I feel like everybody cries at some point, right? Uh, but Leah today, our, our therapist friend, is going to explain to you why crying is absolutely the most important thing you could possibly do for your mental health some days. And that is what we're calling a good cry today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome back to the new week. Um, it, I am, uh, whoa, I took a, a nap and I woke up and I am uh, mentally still asleep. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. This is a podcast that's based in three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. How do you do with not following the rules, like breaking the rules? Are you kind of person that can break the rules, feel fine about it, move on? Like, for example, let's just give an example. Let's say that like uh, back in the day, you would go sneak into the movie theaters or, you know, go to you bought one movie ticket, but you you stayed for two. Like we're talking <laughs> about like little little petty crimes like that. How do you handle those, mom? Do you do you handle well when, when like you're, you're doing something, you know, is the wrong thing to do? I guess I guess the worst thing I've ever done is sneak snacks into a movie theater. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I literally ruined this hike that I went on today because I just was so stressed out because I knew I was breaking the rules. I knew it. I knew it. I knew. Oh. It. So I went on this like little. I just wanted to get out of the house because Saturday I did, literally didn't do a damn thing. I was in the house basically all day because mm-hmm. it was rainy. It was just kind of gross. So I was just I stayed home. Uh, so I was like, you know what? It's nicer on Sunday. Let me get out, do something. There's this little park. I found this little hike like 15 minutes away from me. I was like, let me go do this hike. There's no problem. So I get to this hike and it is, uh, for those that live in Maryland, it's the Paps, Papsco, Pap, I'm going to say it wrong. If you ask me any other time, I could have pronounced it just fine. Um, <laughs> Papsco, it doesn't matter. Um, so I pull up and it's it's like Disney World trying to get in. Oh, you know, and there's nothing worse, by the way, than trying to go on a hike that's busy. Like you might as well, you might as well go to Disney World, you know, like when there's just tons of families and stuff. Like I like Mm -hmm. to go to the quiet hikes when you can't Mm -hmm. see anybody in front of you or behind you. Like that's my favorite kind. Like when you're on top of somebody the whole time, it doesn't really feel to me, it doesn't really feel like you're like getting away, you know? Yeah, it feels like you're in a procession. Yeah. So here I am. I'm at Disney World of Hiking and there's like, yeah, there's like a line to get in the park. I'm like, oh man, all right. So finally pay my $3 admission and I mm-hmm. uh, go in and they're like, oh, by the way, the only place you can't get to is the orange parking lot. I'm like, okay, who cares? I'm just, I'm here for the waterfall. No big deal. So then I realized shortly after I pull in that the, um, the, the hike that I'm trying to go on is the, the orange parking lot right oh, by no. the waterfall. And I'm like, oh, oh no. boy. So just imagine you drive in, you're driving straight, and then there's a left and a right. The left goes to the um, the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the right goes to other sides of the park that I didn't really want to go to. Wasn't interested, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't really realize this at first. So I, I came in. I was just following the normal flow of traffic. There was somebody at the split that was pushing everybody to the right, you know, like mm-hmm. a park ranger pushing it to the right. And I... So I went to the right and then I'm like pulling in. I don't have much service back here. So I'm trying to figure out like, where's this waterfall? Where's this waterfall? I finally get to a spot 10 minutes later. 
because every parking spot's like packed. I mean, this place is just packed mm-hmm. out. Oh, and I get gosh. to a spot where I realized I can, uh, I can finally get some service. So I open my All Trails app, and I realized that oh my god, the way to the waterfall is actually to the where I should have gone to the left, where the fork. I mean, where the road forked, you know, and everybody, he's pushing everybody right. And I realize that now. Yeah. So I'm like, but I really like, I don't want to do these other hikes. Like I want to, I want to go to the waterfall. Like that's the point of this. <laughs> you know, it's like why I came all the way over here and waited in this Disney world and paid my damn $3. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drive back over to the, to the fork and just ask the guy, but like, Hey, listen, like how, like I, I'm going to play dumb. <laughs> and act like I don't know the waterfalls like behind him and ask him just how to get to the waterfall, right? Uh-huh. So pull back up to the fork and the guy's like, hey, uh, I'm like, hey, I'm just trying to get to the waterfall. He's like, oh, yeah, well, parking lot over here. It's, it's like behind me, but the parking lot is full. Best way to get to it is go back to where you came from and you can um, you can uh, hike about a mile and a half in and then you'll get back to the same parking lot and then the, the waterfall is like right beyond it. I'm like, damn it. Like, I don't oh. want to have to go hike basically three extra miles yeah, just to get to the waterfall. Right. Yeah. So the guy's like, um, he's like, I tell you what, he's like, it's, it's kind of a tight turn. Why don't you just go past me mm-hmm. and just make a, a U-turn. Uh-huh. Um, and then you, then you head back up and head up, you know, the trail. Uh-huh. And I'm like, mm-hmm, interesting. So I can go, what you're telling me is I can actually go left. He's like, yeah, but don't, but you just you just make sure you come right back out. Like, don't park down there. You got to come right back out. Mm. And I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. So I pull in, and um, I realize like there doesn't seem like there's a ton of people over here. So I saw the turnaround, and it was probably maybe sixty seconds ahead of me. Right. Uh-huh. So it's it's not even where like he just saw me turn or anything. I had to drive down the road just a little bit to get to the place where I could turn gotcha. around. So you he can't see you now. Yeah. So I get to the point. It's <laughs> this is like I feel like the morality test of my day was <laughs> what are you gonna do? Do I go left or do I go It was right? like, are you going to <laughs> use this spot where he told you to turn around and actually turn around, go back, hike the extra mile and a half, or are you going to forge forward? <laughs> and attempt to park in this parking lot that he said was closed in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to the spot. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Drove down this road. And I realized, I think one of the main problems was a tree had fallen on oh. the road. And so only half the road was actually open in the first place. And I'm like, you know oh. what? And I'm, I'm like, they're going to stop me. They're obviously going to stop me right here. Nobody else is coming down the road. They're obviously going to stop me. Yeah. This uh, this tree crew, they move, they move me along. I finally get to this quote unquote full parking lot, which mm-hmm. by the way, probably 15, 20 open spots. Wow. So I park there and I'm like, this is great. I've like, I, I beat the system. I'm not trying to hike all this extra time. I feel like I really, I did good. Tell me why this whole entire hike, which I probably stayed out there for it was about an hour and 15 minutes. Tell uh-huh. me why the whole hour and 15 minutes. I was literally paranoid this like park ranger was coming to like chase me down. Like I couldn't even relax. <laughs> oh, no. Like in my head, I'd built all these crazy scenarios. And this is a, a great example of anxiety for you. Like I was oh, no. literally all the things that I was like thinking about. I was like, okay, here's, here's the options. Like this guy's going to like 
show up on the trail and like find me and be like, I told you. Like, so every time I'd pop, I pass somebody, I see somebody coming, I'm like, oh my God, it's probably the park ranger. You know, like oh he told me don't park down here, but I still did. So that was scenario number one. So I was going to run into park ranger <laughs> on the trail. Like Option number two. nothing better to do. To do. Yeah. <laughs> Option number two was that I was going to get back to my car and it was either A, going to be towed <laughs> or it was going to uh, have a boot on it because oh, I was like, he's going to remember my black Jeep. Like, I know it. He's going to know. He it's- took my tag number. Yeah. Like I was like panicked. <laughs> like I was like the whole time. So option number three, and I swear these are all real thoughts that went through my head. So I always try to do the right things. I can't like, I just, I have so much anxiety like when i'm breaking especially like i'm okay with y'all know me i'm I'm okay with like hustling the system but if someone specifically tells me don't do something Uh, like i get uh so much anxiety (laughs) so option number three of what i thought may have happened was Mm -hmm. that he was going to tell me uh, or i was going to get back to that fork in the road to exit you know when i I was gone and Uh like he was going to be sitting there and like block his car in front of me (laughs) and then ban me from all parks like all national parks like for some reason i was going to be on a registry where like i couldn't go to any other park ever honey that is so crazy (laughs) Uh, none of that by the way happened not no no three options fine i just i literally just uh did you get to the waterfall yeah, it's beautiful. It's awesome. Was it? It's a great little oh. tiny hike. It was great. Yeah. Nobody okay. chased me. No, yeah. no car wasn't booted. Nobody no one banned me up. from all parks. I wasn't on any kind of registry of <laughs> non-entry. <laughs> but it was so stressful. Literally an hour, 15 minutes. I was like so stressed. I'm like, what was going to happen? Or, by breaking the rules. Uh, I want to read a stat for all of our pet lovers. Okay. An AI study has revealed that people are happier when they have pets. Mm. Um, This was Pet Plan and Microsoft teamed up for a study about pet ownership. Here's a few facts for you. Globally, pet ownership boosts happiness about 22%. Wow. So if you own a pet, you're probably 22% happier than if you did. And the average happiness score is about 36.8, which, by the way, seems very low. I don't really know what that means, but I'm guessing Mm -hmm. that means you're only about – 36% 36% happy? Is that what you're getting from this? Because you have a pet. Yeah. Well, no. Compared this is the average happiness score have... in general. Oh. It's most oh. – I, and I didn't really – I honestly didn't hmm, do a ton of research into this story. Yeah. yeah. But the overall happiness score is 36%. Oh. It's like, what? That doesn't wow. seem very good at all, you know? No, it doesn't. They, they, let me see. They looked at uh, 250,000 pet owners. They use AI facial recognition to um, – oh, so what they did. Here's what they did. Um, so Microsoft's AI recognition tool uh, examined 250,000 pet owner selfies on Instagram and Google Images during the study. Oh. That allowed them to qualify how much happier having a pet makes people regardless of what country they're in. Huh. Um, so they looked at different pets, dogs, cats, rabbits – um, let's see, let me get to this number. And then what it did was they used this tool to detect emotional and clear photos with faces, scoring each emotion from zero to 100. Hmm. So from a giant pool, the program examined 9,000 images, generating the score from uh, detectable emotions range from fear and disgust. I'm going to start from happiness to fear and disgust. So hmm. it says in the comparison to the average happiness score of 368 
The study finds that the average happiness score among pet owners is 59.3. Okay. Now that makes sense. So they looked at all wow, the photos. That I guess this new, this new huh. technology is able to say um, can read you, how much happier you pets. are. Yeah. Was yeah. able to tell how happy you are mm-hmm. based on your, uh, your facial features. Gotcha. So – um, let's see. Huh. New Zealand, by the way, is the places with the happiest pet owners. The U.S. came in 14th. The average pet owner is a staggering 172.8% happier than the average person. Wow. In the U.S., uh, that, that number is about seven, actually over 70%. Wow. Uh, in the U.S. So wow. if you've been considering hmm. getting a dog yeah, or a cat. Or a cat or a hamster. This might be your. Or a um, lizard. Might be your uh, <laughs> your sign. You know, a movie I watched this weekend. It was completely age inappropriate, but I friggin' loved it. Oh no! Here we go. Yeah, I was. Um, I was just tr- again. It was rainy all day Saturday, right? So I'm just in here. Mm-hmm. I um, I flipping number one. <laughs> what? What'd you say? You're just flipping through the channels. Well, I was on. Well, first off, <laughs> I figured I bought a um another dock for my Nintendo, so I can actually play my Nintendo oh. in my bed now, which is like absolutely oh, absurd. Gosh. Just no reason for it. Um, <laughs> so between playing video games and I was just watching Netflix, and I feel like there's nothing really great on Netflix right now. If you, yeah. If you feel otherwise, let me know. But there's nothing I can really watch that I'm super excited about. Um, mm-hmm. So if you find something, let me know. But I was I was going to turn on this. I don't even know what it was, but it's something about like it's like some little girl like getting something with sexualization, and I was like, uh, like started watching. And I was like, eh, I don't. I don't really want to watch this. Like it just seemed, it seemed like I watched like five minutes and this is like super heavy. Mm-hmm. So I turned it off and the next thing that was on there was sing Two. mom. Do you know what sing Two is? No. So I remember watching the first one in the theaters. Mm. It was, it's like, it's about like these animals that they're basically singing. These animals that sing like pop songs, but it's in like the, oh. the, the story here is that, these animals went to Vegas or they were supposed to be Vegas and they were supposed to put on this Vegas show, but you know, they're just small town animals, you know, the old thing and uh-huh. spoiler alert, the show actually goes over well, you know, shocker. Um, <laughs> but it's like, obviously it's like, it's like very obviously made for children. Like there's no doubt that uh-huh. it's like made for anything age appropriate me. And I was like, Oh, I just don't want to watch anything heavy. So I can just, I'll just pop this bad boy on. I thought I was going to take a nap anyway. So I was like, I'm just going to pop this bad boy on for a second. So I I turn it on. I'll be damned if I did not watch all of Sing 2 and loved it. (laughs) But I loved it so much. I then went back and I bought Sing 1, the original Sing, because I I loved it so much. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I just – I was – I realized (laughs) the whole time I was like, this is not – this was not created – for a 39 year old with no children, but I just really <laughs> loved it. Like I just had to get in there and watch more and more and more of it. So highly funny. recommend it. I'm sure if you have kids, uh, they've probably already seen it, but if you're a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, near 40 year old person without children, you might also, <laughs> might also watch it. Mom, why don't you guys watch this weekend? Looking Anything for something good? mindless. Yeah. Uh, we watched, um, which Jim and I had seen part of that, uh, SpaceX, you know, um, Elon Musk story and uh, Brian and Ant had not seen that. So 
they watched that, but I, because I'd seen the first hour, I decided I would go get ready for bed. And then when I came back, I was like sleepy. I was like, okay, good night. So they watched it and I went to bed. <laughs> My mom's the worst <laughs> person to watch movies with past seven o'clock. I don't even try yeah, anymore. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what has happened to my sleep schedule. It's totally different now. Now I go to bed, usually not last night because I was really tired because we'd had a lot of fun on the, you know, just down by the lake and stuff and it had been a busy day. But um, I usually go to bed like at 1030 now. Why? Well, yeah, it's late for it's you. Crazy. But I'm and not even I, worried about that. I don't, and I don't know. There's probably some people that are like, that are like this, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. Honestly, I don't think it matters time of day. Mm. Um, my mom literally <laughs> will fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. When you're watching movies. Yeah. 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 Like she, like she'll literally, it doesn't like, like we go into a movie theater, we're watching a movie. Like, I almost know it's pointless. Mom, have you sat through a whole movie in the last <laughs> 10 years? 10 years? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I have. I just, I, I just, it's, it's almost just like a running, a minute. it's like a running joke now. Um, I'm usually, I can usually sit through a movie as long as it's about, if it's before nine o'clock, no, like, like if it's over before nine o'clock, yeah, maybe nine, th- I think nine 30 is probably like my absolute witching hour uh-huh. or like, I'm probably going to have to turn it off and finish it later. Yeah. Uh, but I promise you, my mom's is like six thirty beyond, like, yeah. or it's just dark. Like, I it's can just into about an hour, and then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start taking pictures of that. Every time my mom falls asleep at the movie, I'm gonna take a picture and post it on certified fans page because she's just—it's almost like clockwork. I mean, this woman is out. Yeah, about an hour is my limit. <laughs> she gets uh, their best sleep, but anytime a movie comes on, she is uh, she's out. She's done. All right, Mom, let's get to our uh, our quote for today. Okay, it's from Young Preblo. A hero is one who heals their own wounds and then shows others how to do the same. So you're a hero, Kramer. Oh, I'm a hero. Because that's what you do. Yeah, you do. Anyone who, who has gone through something and has moved beyond it, um, and can help someone else in the same situation or a similar situation get through a hard time is a hero. Um, I got the nicest message. Let me see if I can pull this up really quick. I don't know. Facebook's acting weird for some reason. Um, the nicest message this weekend that mm. kind of relates to that. Mm. I won't say who it's from, but it says, uh, I've listened to you since you and Miguel were in Tampa. And have uh, have always enjoyed hearing you. Thank you for your transparency and honesty with everyone on air and off. When you decided to get sober and work on uh, work on you and put it out there, it helped me realize that I need to reevaluate myself and make some changes. I've mm-hmm. taken more time for me, taking control of my mental and physical health, and taken a closer look at what I thought were some friendships. Thanks for making a difference. And wow! Like, first off, so friggin' nice. Okay, so like nice. literally the nicest message ever. Thank you for yes. that. Yes, yes. Uh, number two, though, like I don't think that we realize, and this doesn't just go for me. This goes for literally because I'm just whatever. Like, um, I don't think we realize that like how impactful we are, good and bad, on other people. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I don't. 
I don't do this. Like, I don't think, I hope y'all don't think I like walk around being like, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I like, have all the answers. I, I, I can help you, know, you work through any problem. I don't know. I just, I just do things and like talk about it. And like, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, sure. I've like put work into myself, but yeah. like whenever I get messages like that, it just kind of weirds me out. And I feel a little guilty because I, I don't really set out to like, change the world or like, cha- you know what I mean? Like if, if yeah, you ever take doing, it's not intentional. You got to keep in mind, like <laughs> I started this broadcasting profession by just doing wacky radio shit, you know, like mm-hmm. that's how it all started. I just wanted to talk about wild and crazy things on the radio. And would have uh, never talked about anything vulnerable. You would not have been. At least no, I wasn't really great at it. Like when I first on. started, I wasn't. Re- I didn't really think mm-hmm. much about it. I don't know. I think just eventually, I was just like, "Well, screw it." Like, <laughs> this is me. It's pretty messy at times. Um, <laughs> but I'm always like shocked. But I don't think that's just a me. It's it's for 100 not a me thing. Because I'm just thinking about how many people in my life, and I'm not talking radio. I'm not talking about it. I'm just talking like like friends. You know, mm-hmm. um, like when when they do positive things. Mm-hmm. It encourages me to do positive things. Yes, it makes you want to be better. And what I realized too recently is when you're around toxic people, yeah, it almost makes you want to do toxic things. Mm. Like two examples of like I can't like like as much as I love my time in San Diego, mm-hmm. I when I look back, like when I not even when I look back, but like. So somebody somebody reached out to me from my San Diego days mm-hmm. and just the way they were talking. And this actually mm-hmm. happened because it happened a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, is I was like, I'm just, I'm like not that person anymore. Right. You know? And like yes. some of the people that I were, I were, I was around were just really not great people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't um, really realize it at the time. I, I didn't realize it. No. Right? Like, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. I don't think you realize how much you are affected mm-hmm. by the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I say that in, in two different things. I mean, number one, I always think it's important to tell your story. That's all I really do. I mean, I'm, I just, I don't know. I just try my best and have a podcast. Just like to talk a lot, apparently. <laughs> Um, so I always, but I, I'd tell you all the bad stuff too. You know, like I broke the, I broke the laws of the day. Somebody's going to think they can run through any, any barricade at a park now because I told them to, you know, <laughs> That's every right. time, they, every time y'all go to a park now, y'all going to be like, Oh, there's obviously no consequences to these actions. So, <laughs> so I'm going left when I know <laughs> I'm supposed to go right. Somebody's really going to get in trouble. Somebody's going <laughs> to finally get on that park ban list. That exists somewhere because of my bad actions. <laughs> well, that is why you have to be careful with the company that you keep, you know, because I mean, you do you, do. Have, have you realized you, that mom? Like, I don't know. I just oh. feel like I, yes. I, I don't relate to like the circle that I had right. when I lived in California. Yeah. You, you outgrow people. Yeah. You know, you change and you outgrow them and, and some people don't really grow. Sadly, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just that, that was one of the they are, but that was one of the hardest yeah. things that I had uh, trouble with when I went back to California a year after I left. 
mm-hmm. was I would sit down across from people at dinner or whatever, a meal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally was like, I don't even like relate to this anymore. And yeah. some of the things they were saying, like I used to love to always be caught up in like the gossip and the drama and all, and all that stuff like wears me out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want it anymore, but I used to mm-hmm. love it. I used to like thrive in it, you know. Well, what I mean? that was the culture that you were in there, yeah. right? I mean, that's yeah. what everybody did. Yeah, maybe, maybe just growing up. I don't know. I'm not um, sure, but yeah. I can tell you, like somebody, somebody from my California days texted me the other day, mm-hmm. and I just didn't even respond. Mm-hmm. I didn't even respond because, like, the stuff they were talking about, I was like, I don't even like, I don't even want to engage in that. Yeah, and that's not like me. You know what I mean? Have nothing to say to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. It's just not who I am anymore. Where before I'd been like, you know, like getting all into uh-huh. it. Yes. But I can't, I don't know. I can't imagine going back to those days. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I love, I love California. Right. Love it. Love right. living there. Yes. Um, But it's so anyway, the point is, is like, number one, always tell your story because it's important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number two is um, just look at the people around you. Like, who is it? Who are the people around you and how are they influencing you? You know, like, yes. Think, like, think about what you're ingesting. We, we talk about, you know, we always talk about it. We're like eating the right foods and mental health. Right. I don't, actually, I don't know if we have better help today or not. Let me see. Uh, oh, we do. Um, <laughs> we talk about mental health a lot and stuff like that. This is not the commercial yet. I'll get to it in a second. But, um, like, what are you ingesting all damn day? Yes. And, like, mm-hmm. are you spitting that back out? Like, are mm-hmm. you, do you find yourself? spitting all that anger that gossiping that mm-hmm. ill will like i don't know you know just just something to yeah, think negativity. about negativity yeah i have yeah. no idea what this had to do with the quote i don't even remember what the quote was anymore but um <laughs> it was about healing others yeah that's right yeah yeah so we'll talk about our friends at better help now this is the commercial okay <laughs> you probably Looked at most well, not all of you. Actually, I don't know where you guys listen to this podcast. I don't know. Most people listen in the car. They listen like just around the house or where. I actually be kind of interesting to find out. Chris, do you want to post that question on Certified Fan Space? Like, where do you listen to this podcast? Because I don't know where y'all are right now. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if you're listening in real time. I don't know. Like, this is not the radio show. The radio show is so easy. You're like in your car. It's obviously I know what time it is. <laughs> um, so. Let's just imagine you're in your car for a second. And I bet you, it, you know, at some point you look down and you, or you maybe you look up in the top left of your windshield and you notice, okay, I got to go get a oil change and, you know, a thousand miles or it's almost time or it's overdue. Like you keep up with that really well. Like you put a lot of work into like keeping your car up. You fill gas up, you know, just to keep it going. Uh, but we stay we stay pretty routine when it comes to keeping our car in uh, in working order. But what about like like your mental health? You know, like that's mm-hmm. that's basically how your brain works. Your brain needs tuning up. You know, like it needs work. It needs it to process does. things. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny how we don't really treat it that way. We just kind of like hope things get better. You know, like, <laughs> um, well, we don't even think about it. No, I know. Sometimes I go to therapy. Sometimes I'm in my because yeah. I, I go through therapy phases. Like I just I just don't go all the time. I don't have a ton of time to do it. So yeah. um I, I used to go on three months, off three months. And mm-hmm. I I'm not doing it right now, but so funny. Sometimes I get in there and like I start talking about things I didn't even realize were bothering me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, but I love yes. it. I love BetterHelp. It really is great. Mm-hmm. They um they have video chats. They have phone chats. They even have live chat sessions. Like if you want to type, so you don't see anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It's way more affordable than in person therapy. And you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So you can start today. Maybe you're in a crisis mode. Maybe you're not. Maybe this is just something that's just been like lingering. I've got a friend right now that's trying to heal from the trauma and like years old, you know, like this sometimes is that. It doesn't have to be something happening right now, you yes. know? So listeners of the show, by the way, get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by Care Of. Care Of is also a great way to work on your body. And you may be like, like, we're halfway through the year now. And if one of your resolutions was to be healthier in the new year, um, it's time, okay? Like, you can still get almost half of the way in. This is this is fine. Um, but you deserve to feel the, the best this summer. Maybe you're getting outside more, you're enjoying your favorite seasonal dishes or taking a mental break care of is here to take care of you all summer long. What they do is they put together these convenient individual packs of, um, uh, vitamins, supplements. They've got powders as well. And it makes traveling super easy. All you have to do. And it really does. It really like when I'm, I, you know, I'm going to, by the way, the show's going to be on hiatus in a couple of weeks, uh, last week of July. And with this, with care of like taking your supplements with you so easy. So it's just because every day they come in, they come in like 30 individualized packs of what you're supposed to take every single day for your supplements, right? Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle, your health goals, and, your, and they're going to send you personalized recommendations, taking the guesswork out of your supplements and tell you which ones are best suited for you. And then every now and then I probably update mine mm, a couple times a year, uh, just kind of go in there, take the little uh, in-depth quiz again and see if there's anything else I want to work on. Cause obviously what I'm feeling may change time over time. Right. Love care of love care of. So hopefully you'll, um, you'll check it out. And, um, also you get 50% off your first order. So if like, you're trying to take supplements, you're trying to get better, trying to get healthier, uh, get 50% off your first order of this specialized, personalized supplementation, go to takecareof.com. You'll, you'll see the little, um, Little pouches that come in every single day. So easy to take, all based on you. Takecareof.com. Promo code Kramer50. Kramer50 is going to be your promo code for care of. All right. Certified fans. Hi. How are you? Thank you for everyone, by the way, that voted last week for for Certified Mama's Boy in Podcast Magazine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we're getting a little panicked because today's the 11th and we need... We need three new certified fans by the end of the month. Here's the problem. We only got two more weeks left in the month. And you'd be like, no, we don't. We have three. No, we have two. Because I'm not going to be here the last week of the month. Mm-hmm. So. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> now I'm getting a little stressed. We got two weeks. Because you know what's going to happen. I'm not going to be here. And we're not going to remind anybody. We're not going to meet anybody in the last week. So let's just say this. Let's say we have two weeks to get the three certified fans. Mom, explain certified fans. Okay, there are awesome people who contribute $6 a month and they're, they become members of our certified fans page on Facebook. They get discounts on merch. They get bonus mama texts. They're the first for any exciting news and they get a shout out on a show and our Facebook page. That's right. So hopefully yeah. by tomorrow we'll have a new certified fan. You can join, by the yeah. way, a couple of different ways. Certifiedmamasboy.com. You can go there. 
Uh, I think the easiest way is to text the word fans, F-A-N-S, just text the word fans to 888-Kramer8. You can also go in the show notes of this podcast uh, and check it out there. We, uh, oh man, we, it's spinning very slow. We spin the wheel of certified fans when we don't have um, anyone new. So today, we're going to go back and thank 198, certified fan number 198. Okay. 198 is Herman C. Herman C. Oh, we know Herman. Herman's our friend in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Herman Great has, guy. the way I know Herman is because he was a, he found me on the radio when I was in California and his son was, I think it was his son or his daughter. Somebody was, was um, stationed in San Diego at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think he just happened to flip on the radio while he was there and just happened to like the show followed me on social. And then when I left, he came over to the podcast. Awesome. So Herman's been with us now since uh, he's been with us since uh, actually this week will be his two year anniversary. Fantastic. So Herman, man, we're so appreciative of you. It's a good yes. dude right there. It's a great dude. He just hey, lives in Chicago, but just happened to find me on the radio. So, so weird how we get connected in this world, but he's a great guy. <laughs> he's on our certified fan page all the time. So uh, yeah, he's very great. thankful for Herman C. So yes. uh, mom, let's give this man a shout out. Okay. Whoop, whoop to Herman C. Yeah. Glad you're here and you're so supportive. Grateful for you. Appreciate you. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Have a great week. All right. Now we get into our Mental Health Monday. My friend Leah Aguirre is a therapist and she comes on the podcast every Monday for what we call Mental Health Monday. And uh, hopefully you get something from this, from a licensed professional therapist you say you cry on the inside but do you cry on the outside i start the segments and you don't because i, I gave the opportunity to start the segment off strong no, I didn't know how to i'm sorry this is why i'm not on the radio i know do you want to try to start it again okay what do i Go how ahead. do i say it but just ask me if i cry kramer do you cry boom see a strong have a strong uh yeah i well, do because so um, then you did it with strong I, i'm not a, i'm not a massive crier uh, like I've been crying a lot recently, uh, because of Kiki, right? Yeah. So I am, um, you know, and, and it's not even situational like cryer? It's not big cries. I'm a situational crier. Yeah. I don't, I don't really, I'm not like a, um, I think maybe when I was out of work, there's was, was, sometimes I was really frustrated. So I cry. Um, but I would say maybe in a year, two to four times. That's pretty good. It's pretty low. It's pretty low. I should start telling my cries. I mean, per year, what do you think? How many times do you think you cry? Oh my gosh. We'll say at least once a week. Wow. But even like happy tears or like. Well, what's the last time you cried? What was happening this week? I teared up a little bit yesterday, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like. A over. Cry. Over. Oh, I was anxious. I was just feeling really anxious. About. Life thing, like like life, finances, I really just became overwhelmed. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so <laughs> Leah, Leah, wait, 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 wait. you don't get to val- determine if my crying's. <laughs> I'll val- well, because if you listen to the radio show, Jess and I do a segment called Friday Cryday, and she, Jess cries like, like six times a day. I like, love her. I love she's her. She's always crying. Yeah. Uh, so I am uh, a little desensitized to crying <laughs> after working with Jess for seven years because uh, it happens a lot. Yeah. So, um, but Leah's Leah's going to pitch us today why why crying is so good and so important and it's so funny because there's not there's two phrases 
that I hear so many times when it comes to crying. Oh my God, I don't want to cry. Or I'm so sorry for crying. Like, yeah, we, we have bastardized crying. Like it's the absolute worst thing that you can do in front of somebody. And I hate that. I don't, I mean, if it's a normal emotion, why has it gotten like the world's worst rap? Like, I don't get it. Cause we see crying, right. As well. So crying is an, an action, right? It's like a visceral body response and it cues emotion that we are emoting. And then for us, especially, I mean, I think we're getting better with our mental health. Um, we're destigmatizing it, but definitely crying is a sign of weakness because you're showing emotion. So oftentimes people think it's weak. So, but like it's so, but like, where did that even come from? Like the history of that? Yeah. Like why did, why, where, why do I mean, we do that when we say it's normal? Cause it's like, cause you're essentially outing yourself, right? If you're crying, you're showing you have feelings about something. You're upset about something. Well, why is that even something? That? Because then people think that like, then you, you can't handle it or you're weak or, um, you, I think we have this culture, especially like, think about like, it's just our work culture. It's like the hustle culture. It's like, you know, like don't, don't. Mm, be just, tough. Be well, tough. especially for men, like for men, I get it. But for women, I've never understood why. And it's usually my, my female friends are like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be crying. Or like, yeah, it's just so, it's such an apologetic thing, which I think is just so, so, so I weird. have a story that I'm wondering if people can relate to, but in, so I've always been tearful. Always, always. Mm-hmm. It's just my natural temperament. Honestly, you're, you're a smidge on the sensitive side. Yeah, totally. No, I, I full on. You're, own you're it. Very, yeah. You're very sensitive. I'm very sensitive. So in, remember getting a fight that time we did. I was, I was teasing you too much and you didn't like it. It was just too much. Like, <laughs> it's just too much. It's like Leah can only handle me when she, when she can handle me. <laughs> that's, that's why she takes forever to respond. She has to make sure she's ready for my bullshit. That's about to come her way. Well, I think that, but I think we also didn't know each other, right? Like, so I think a lot of it's like figuring out what someone's sensitive, like their triggers or their their their, their sensitive spots, sure. like things that they're insecure of or that they worry about or that they have a hard time with. Yeah. But so in elementary school, I had a friend, and she, well, friend, I'm saying this in quotes. So her name was Rachel Scott, and yeah. this is nothing bad. I'm just saying it because, like, I always tell this story, and they, but. So she was a friend of mine. We had like a bunch of friends, but she wasn't like my closest friend. And she, anytime I would like, I wouldn't even be about to cry. It'd be like a situation between friends, like just like in first or second grade, there'd be like some drama. And then Rachel would be like, Leah's going to cry in five, four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying because she said I was going to cry. And what was really frustrating, I remember my friends were like, Leah, don't do it. It's okay. You don't, don't cry. You won't. <laughs> so she was funny because she was like a friend, but like a bully in a lot of ways. Yeah, and yeah, funny yeah. Because I like, I, I think about that because it, it just has not stopped. Yeah. And I've cried on dates, like first dates, not first dates. I've cried wow. On dates. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Was that yeah. the last first and last date? <laughs> As I'm sitting there, like, it's fine oh, to cry. I just don't even know what I would do if somebody cry. I've never had someone cry on a first date. It was, I mean, that's a whole nother story. But essentially this this person was like, his, like kind of honestly, very similar to you, like very sarcastic and dry and like digging, digging, I would digging, die. digging, digging. I would die. I would oh, die. Felt really like, bad. If, and if I actually, my, yeah, if I my like bad. sense of humor made someone cry on a first date, I would literally just be like, I can't do this plan anymore. <laughs> well, he would. Yeah. I think he felt really bad, which I actually felt, didn't feel bad about. Cause he like, couldn't have us any type of not serious conversation, but like normal. It was just like, yeah. It was dig, 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 dig. It was like it's like a kid on a playground, just like poking you and poking you and poking yeah. you. I was like, why are we on a date? Like, why are we even here? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm a crier. So 
I, for the longest time, over-apologized for crying because I was so embarrassed because it was like I couldn't have any conversation that was somewhat sensitive in nature without getting tearful. Like I couldn't have a conversation with friends about something without getting tearful if it was like emotional or I couldn't with a guy. I like remember just like asking the what are we and just being tearful because I was embarrassed or like it was vulnerable, right? I felt vulnerable. So I'd cry and I'd apologize and I'd be like, oh my gosh. And now I'm just like, this is who I am, man. Like, this is just, this is it. Like, I can't, I just cry in, in, that's how I express emotions. I like, I get tearful. It's not like I'm sobbing, but I do get tearful and I I have a hard time having conversations without crying. And I think, I think we need to normalize it because it's oftentimes it's not like there's a crisis. I'm just emoting and people I think freak out because they don't know what to do with it. Right. So So let's look at this from both sides then. So for people that do cry a lot, like what's the, what's the mindset here? What do we take away from today's episode to make this better? It's healthy and helpful sometimes even because it well a, it releases cortisol. So it's that hormone that like stress hormone that helps to reduce stress or like relieve stress. Right. And it helps with self-soothing. So it actually like physiologically is a, is a tool for us to regulate. So crying is helpful. Cause think about when you have a good cry, you're like, okay, like, Ooh, right. Yeah. Like it just kind of, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. It helps neutralizing anger. So like I, it helps to connect with another person and cultivate like this connection and social social bonding essentially. So it reduces depression usually. Cause like, right. If like Jess is crying, you're going to like soften your tone of voice or like, well, maybe not. I don't know about you. (laughs) I I just yell louder. (laughs) Just yell, say say nastier things. Yeah. Well, she'll work on that. So I feel like it's just, it's a way to connect and a way to express how we're feeling. And it's also a way to self-soothe and it helps literally regulate ourselves. So it's not all bad, but I do think obviously you want to manage it. Like I, I don't cry in therapy sessions, right? Like we talked about like Kiki, um, a couple, was it last? Uh, we, we talked about Kiki. Two and crying. Ago. Yeah. Two episodes ago. And it was like, I, I will get tearful sometimes with clients talking about certain topics. Again, like very rare actually with clients. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I don't mind it. I'm not, I'm not hysterically crying. I'm not sobbing, but like, I don't, it shows that I care and I have empathy really. So well, what I don't, if- uh-huh. Start on the other side. So what if like crying makes you uncomfortable? Like if you're somebody that's like, I don't like people crying around me. It makes me feel weird. It makes me feel like me, you know, I don't, My I question don't be like, what is that? What, where do you think that comes from? I mean, I don't feel that way, but like, is it, and it some, I know some people just don't like it. Right. They don't, they don't, they don't like crying. They don't like, you know, don't you, you tell your kids like, don't cry, don't cry. You know, like, cause I think it brings up a sense of guilt. Right. So especially if you feel like you're fighting with someone a partner or whatever, and they're crying, there's like a sense of guilt. Like I did something wrong. So I think people yeah. don't like it cause it feels like they're, they feel like at fault or to blame for something, but it's not always necessarily your fault. It's like this person just emoting and they're responding to a situation or they're, 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 this is how they're expressing their emotions. So you might be able to communicate it with words or like to maybe, you know, people do it differently. Some people internalize, other people are externalizers and they cry and they express it in a different way. Leah. Yeah. Has a book out. (laughs) Sorry. We're running on our time here. Yeah. I have an ebook. Leah has an ebook out and it's perfect. It's two things you're dating, it's awesome. Uh, if you know somebody that is, or how about this? How about you just want to support Leah? Because she, damn it, she is a good therapist. And we should support good. her in her endeavors. I'm pretty good, that? I think. How about that? Yeah. How about that hey, for a response? I, how, about, how about you don't, how about you're not dating and you don't know someone that's dating? Then what? 
How about you still go download it? Because it's only eight ninety nine. I don't know if you need to do that, but that's really kind. That would be, that would be very supportive, though, wouldn't that would it? Be, be it would supportive. be very supportive. And or even if you write a review on on Amazon, that would be really supportive. It's so yeah. Please please support. It's a really good resource for anyone who just even wants to even in their own relationships. Like remind yourself what you what's important to you and what you're looking for out of a partner and relationship. I think it could be helpful there too. Um, what's it called? Uh, Dating made easy. And where do we find it? You can find it. I love these prompts. You can find it on Amazon Kindle. And you can also find it on my website at hertrueempowerment.com. Let me read you this message that we got on the Certified Fans page this weekend. This is from Brittany. She said she got her cozy earth sheets in case you don't know we're promoting right now these amazingly soft sheets that i swear to you are like sleeping butter basically it's just oh they're so friggin' good and it's called cozy earth and so Brittany, one of our certified fans got the sheets and i said okay review them once you sleep on them review them we want the review she said literally best night's sleep i've had normally i wake up hot in the night and last night was so comfy these sheets are so all caps so soft it's hard not to find a comfy position my husband got into bed before me and I asked him what he thought. He said, it's different. I can't even explain it. Okay. So he's not the best endorser ever, but like the <laughs> typical guy um, he said, definitely will not be returning these. So cozy. I'm telling you y'all, they get this call cozy earth for a reason. These sheets are just like stupid soft. Um, I feel like I should change their tagline. These sheets are stupid soft. They really are. I'm t- uh, Miguel, you know, our buddy Miguel bought some this weekend because he he, um, he sent me a screenshot and said these better be as comfortable as you say they are. They're amazing sheets. They're a little pricier than you're, what you're probably used to. Uh, they're all bamboo and they come with a 10-year warranty. But the reason I say when I say it's like it's maybe a little pricier than you're used to, don't forget – Every single pair of Cozy Earth sheets are set come of Cozy Earth sheets come with a 10-year warranty. So what I always say is take your 40% off that you get by listening to this podcast in the first place, you know. So pick out your sheets, take off 40%, divide that number by 10 because you'll have the um, – it'll literally be, it'll be that much per year because you got to hold on to that warranty, man. You better use that thing to get your full value out of these sheets. Oh, man. Can't wait to get back in bed. Cozy Earth Sheets at CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. The promo code is Kramer40, by the way. Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, 4-0 at CozyEarth.com. Also, Athletic Greens at our podcast today. It's a daily thing for me now. I started – I actually heard about AG1 on a um, – a different podcast. And when they said issues with digestion, I was like, I do have issues with digestion. And I want to try this. My mom and I have been doing it now for about two months and we friggin' love it. If you're wondering what AG1 is, it's a daily nutritional boost that you get from a scoop of this powder every single day. You're going to get 75 high quality vitamins, min- Ooh, excuse me, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Most podcasts probably would edit that out, but here we go. Um, it's and take it like first thing in the morning. You will notice a big difference in your day. It's a good thing for your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and your aging. Basically, all the things okay it's got uh, less than one gram of sugar in it so you can feel good about that and tons of people take some kind of multivitamin it's sometimes kind of hard to choose which one you want to go with ag1 awesome love it it's less than three dollars a day i'm a fan you'll be a fan 
make it to make it easy, by the way, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Y'all, tomorrow I got to tell you the story about how my family's trying to rip me off. Like literally, my mom was like, you owe me this amount of money. Not that it wasn't that aggressive. Basically, she's like, hey, pay me this amount of money. And I said, excuse me, mother, this mathematics of what you're trying to charge. I, I, I'll explain. I'll explain tomorrow. But like, I feel like my family is purposely trying to rip me off. And we'll talk about that and have some fun tomorrow. Hopefully you'll come back then. See ya. OK, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.